Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. And I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. And this is Jordan, Jesse, go! This week on Jordan Jesse Go, we're joined by the hosts of the new Throwing Shade podcast, and we discuss Jordan's road trip across America. Let's go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. I'm Jordan Morris, smart, sarcastic, with just a hint of real. <laughs> Wait a minute. Somebody got new headshots. Yeah, well, here's, here's, here's what's going on with me. Uh, there's someone got to at Jordan Morris on Twitter before I could. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm at Jordan underscore Morris, and there's a, there's a gal from, uh, I think, Georgia. Sure. Um, the Peach State. Yeah, the Peach State. And she, I've been noticing that she's been getting a lot the of... The Peach Tree State? Yeah, I think it's just... The Double Tree State. The Peach Pit State. <laughs> the, the Marriott State. <laughs> yes. The Radisson of the United States. Yes. Um, and I've been noticing that this girl from Georgia has been getting a lot of people who are trying to talk to me. Did you say the Peach Pit State? Yeah. Yeah, that's really funny. Okay, no, keep thanks. going. Thanks, thanks. <laughs> um, and so I, th- and this is her, and this is her Twitter, you know, uh, quote. You know, like on Twitter, you can kind of have a little bio. Yeah. Hers is smart, sarcastic, with just a hint of real. So I'm thinking like, why don't we just consolidate our brand here? Like, why are we, there's a lot of enthusiasm for people named Jordan Morris. Why don't you come at it X and Y? Yeah, chromosome wise, exactly. Like she's XM Radio and I'm Sirius Satellite Radio. You're like, splitting the demos. Yeah, so I'm gonna go ahead and but and really doesn't that kind of describe me? Think about it. I think that's a pretty good idea. Smart. Yes. Yeah. Sarcastic. Sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But I'm also a little bit real. Just Well, you like to keep it real. Sure. When shit goes down... And I hate it when people are fake. Oh, if people are fake... You hate posers. Get, yeah. You hate posers. I totally if do. There's anything, if there's two things you hate, number one, posers. Mm-hmm. Number two, organized religion. But not spirituality. You're a very spiritual a person. Very to spiritual your credit, person. you are a very spiritual person. Yeah, sorry. Person. I just don't want to be a zombie or a sheep, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let's introduce our guests. Or a robot or a Nazi. Let's introduce our guests. And, you know, maybe they have some feelings about uh, this. This is a, I, I see this as almost a kind of magic show versus vibe type situation. Magic Johnson show, that is. Um, you know, you have two. You have, I don't understand this analogy. <laughs> well, you got, you got two competitors. They're coming in at the same time. They're both coming in. Smart, sarcastic, and a little bit real. Just a hint of real. <laughs> and the concern is that instead of t- if uh, just imagine if just imagine if Magic Johnson and I believe it was Sinbad. <laughs> I don't remember. No, it wasn't Sinbad. Okay, well, <laughs> I still don't know what you're talking about. I'm, I don't. I don't I'm even... talking about the the replace Arsenio Wars of oh, the late okay. 1990s. Okay. Okay, let's bring in our guests because they have some insights on this, I'm sure. 
Um, they're the hosts of uh, the newest Maximum Fun podcast, Throwing Shade, uh, Aaron Gibson and Brian Safi. Hi, guys. Oh, I'm, I'm so glad we could talk now. Me too. But let me say something. <laughs> That'd be Until- funny if you were like, I'm so glad we could talk now. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Until you said the late night wars to replace Arsenio. Yeah. To, I, I was like, this. I hope this doesn't come off as just... Someone who doesn't understand basketball. That's what I <laughs> That's thought. What I thought we were about to talk basketball. I was, could not have brought in two worse people <laughs> to talk about that. But then when you brought up Sinbad, I thought, no, I'm in my element now. Right. Yeah. Sure. But you guys are super into March Madness, though, right? Oh, Obviously. Yeah. yeah. Well, I did, I did my bracketology. Brackets. Yes. Brackets. I did and all my brackets. My bracelets and uh, my. We placed our bets at the. Sport Club. <laughs> Sport, oh, uh, so we went to Sport Club LA. Yeah, and we put, did. They didn't understand what we were giving them money no, for. No, we, we just gave, we gave them money and said our bets are placed on uh, Nebraska. I had to get into I had to get into a bracket convo on the airplane. Uh, I I went to uh, you mid- had to yeah you like you were you were someone brought you into one or you joined it no I was introduced to one yeah. um I I went to uh, Minneapolis Minnesota this past week to uh, visit my good friends at Public Radio International and um I was sitting next to this guy and um okay I'm just gonna assume that this guy didn't like look me up afterwards and listen to this show if he did he was a nice guy so I'll just say that. However, you've now covered all you're your about bases. to tear into him. <laughs> no, he seemed like a decent enough fellow. There, I was I was really concerned about this guy. I'd say he was maybe 25. He was husky. Um, he was wearing a University of Michigan baseball cap. Um, and what concerned me was that when the airplane got high enough in the air that you can do electronic things, he took out his iPad. Started playing, uh, what's this movie with uh, Marky Mark where he's a boxer? The champion. The fighter. Oh, the fighter. fighter. Yeah. I love the movie. I'm not. That'd be funny if he was just watching old Marky Mark videos. (laughs) Just Funky Bunch. He starts watching The Fighter on his iPad, and then he busts out two telephones and starts playing games on both telephones at the same time. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. This is intense. This is young people today. This was like my first young people today experience of my life. I don't know. And then you you look down, and his dick is in a fleshlight. (laughs) So he's also fucking something. Uh So he puts one of the phones away. He's always playing one game and watching a movie at the same time. Do you think he has like a talking phone and then just a game phone? I guess so. I mean, he must just... I don't know. Maybe, well, you know what? Maybe he's a doctor, and one oh, of his phones his personal. is his personal phone. One yeah, of them yeah. is for calls from the hospital. Yeah. Were they the same well, platform? Was one an iPhone and one a droid? I was, not in, I was not getting into the platforms. I wasn't expecting to be grilled by a nerd. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, guess what? Yeah, Poindexter. I, well, I'm here and deal with it. Yeah, yeah you want to lecture us about Einstein next? Your boyfriend, your boyfriend, Albert Einstein? He's a very tender lover. <laughs> I'm pretty sure one of them was a Palm Pilot 3. Hmm. What? I don't even know what that is. That he's, is... Yeah, it's like OG. He's, um, he's no, they were. I think they school. were both. I, I think they were both iPhones. See that? I don't understand. I don't. I don't know. I think I. I don't you know what the fuck was away. going. On. No, but, but the, then shit got when shit got serious was when he brought out the Jelly Bellies because he had this <gasps> bag full of Jelly Bellies. And look, that's the most disgusting part to me because uh, <laughs> I can't imagine being that stimulated and then being like, you know what I need? Sugar. <laughs> yes. Like a ton of it. That's what, that's what was going down. It's right crazy. In- okay. And I want to say one more thing about The Fighter, the movie The Fighter. And again, 
I don't want anyone to think that I'm taking a shot at the movie The Fighter, which it's I great. really thought Remember was wonderful. Remember when Christian Bale jumps out of that window and falls into, into the, the garbage? Dumpster, yeah. yeah, that's amazing. It's yes. Tremendous. I loved The Fighter. Uh, so this isn't about The Fighter, right? I, just like just like a couple of weeks ago when Cameron Esposito was on, and I said that Chicago was a frozen wasteland, but was a really wonderful city. I only meant that the weather was bad. The weather in Chicago is horrible. Everything else about it is great. That's why the rent is so cheap there. Even though it's great, the weather's horrible nine months out of the year. Sure. Okay. So I'm not taking shots at the fighter here. But I look at his screen and I can see, you know how it has like an on-screen graphic for the volume? You know what I mean? Like it's with little bars. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. It's full. He's got, he's got the fighter cranked to 10. Does he have Beats by Dre headphones? <laughs> <laughs> I, I can only presume he did. Sure. Yeah. There was a lot of spillage. I was just hearing, ooh, 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 which is what the fighter sounds like when it's spilling out of someone's earbuds. Right. He was listening on earbuds, and I could still hear like dialogue from the film he's listening so loud. So he brings out... He brings Jesse, out I think the. You just hate the sa- he, I think you just hate the sound of the Boston accent. <laughs> He's from Michigan, so he brings out the oh the the character in the, the hit fighter. in the hit film The Fighter. You're the talking movie about you hate. You're talking about Marky Mark. Fuck that movie. I hated that <laughs> shit. Um, Complete turnaround. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, he opens up these Jelly Bellies. He's got a phone in one hand, the Jelly Bellies in the other, the iPad in front of him, cranked to ten. He's a big. He's a husky lad. He's not fat. I don't want to make it seem like this guy was. fat. He's, he's corn broad, fed, but he is—he was a corn fed broad fella. It's <laughs> some real gams on him. <laughs> he's so, and he's got the other thing is he's in the middle seat, and he's one of these middle seat seaters that he's—he's he's out. He's—he's he's going wide. He's using both armrests yeah. all the way. Can I just just real quick middle seat uh, aside about my last plane trip? Um, I had a situation where my middle seater was a kid who was maybe 12 or 13, like a 12 or 13-year-old boy, and he fell asleep on my shoulder. <laughs> and like when a, if, a, if like a little kid fell asleep on your shoulder, like that's kind of adorable, but I'm like, uh, is he too old for this to be cute? Right. Like, is he just... Yes. That, I think, is the exact age where you are not cute anymore. Right. Like, and I, it is too old. Yeah, yeah. And I think if like he was six, like I would look at the mom and we would have a little glance totally. and she would do a, like a little, you know, it's like a little this kid of mine. Yeah. yeah. And I would mouth, he's so cute. Yeah. You would be a... You would have already adopted. Right, exactly. Yeah. I would have murdered the mother. Yeah. You'd smell his hair. Yeah, exactly. Just yeah, just just the, just stick a pinky into his ear, sure. swab around. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so I had that Sounds dilemma. Sounds like you've done that before. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. That's actually not a thing people do. Swab around in the I've ear of a it. preteen? Never nope. done it. You gotta. Uh, yeah. Guys. You've oh, watched. I, I, I'm not saying it sounds bad. I'm just saying I've never done it. Oh, I'm you, saying it sounds awful. You'll probably also tell me you've never been to Umami Burger. You uh, gotta go. Let's see how that's You gotta related. go to Umami Burger. You gotta swab around in the ear of a preteen. Seems okay. like different Wait, things. Brian, you haven't done that? You, you've watched movies about it on the internet. Never. <laughs> I've, I've never. I've never done either. You gotta. Yeah. Anyway, I'm so a real that, card. I, my, my thing was like, is this kid too old to wake up and yeah <laughs> is, it, is this kid too old to get just get the <clears throat> yeah <one> of those, <clears throat> sure yeah anyway so he brings out the jelly bellies just tears this thing open and he ate these jelly bellies like a person whose mother gave him dinner but then took it away at unexpected intervals uh-huh you know what i mean like would give him a beautiful roast beef dinner 
and then take it away after. Sometimes they he, she leave it for seven minutes, but sometimes she take it away after ninety seconds. <laughs> he's he is full on open mouth, and he's got the earphones in. And it's cranked all the way up. I don't think he knew what was going on, but he was seriously. I'm not a person who's not who's into like oh you got to be like so you know into manners or whatever. We've eaten on this podcast right into the microphones and told people who didn't like it to go fuck themselves. Right. But this guy was he first of all he was going into this bag like like it, like oh, you know, you're gonna get some fucking beans out of here. You. I, I don't like know. it was a challenge, even though the bag was his and he had opened it. Yeah, well, like, <laughs> somehow, somehow there was something to overcome with this bag of Jelly Belly. I'll show you, yeah. Candy. It was as though he was a caveman who had left his obsidian ads at home and had just killed a beast and had to tear out its innards and just eat them with his hands. Maybe it's a direct effect of the Hunger Games. <laughs> I feel yeah, like maybe he's all just... kids are like, we only have a few moments with actual food, and they just start. Freaking Freaking out. I have to say, I think this is indicative of, I. you know, you say this is like a younger generation where they have like two phones and an iPad and consuming a lot of stuff. They're always wants. watching that bullshit movie, The Fighter. The Fighter. They love kids David O. Russell. The, they do. Yeah. They love it. Legitimately, the I Heart Huckabees. Uh, they love flirting the with cannon. disaster. Yes. You know what? If one more fucking 16-year-old comes to me and wants to tell me about Three Kings, I am done. That's all they care about. I am about. fucking done. Yeah. Anyway. Hey, you know, I there's... Uh, I feel like I've seen a lot of articles, and I haven't digested the specifics, but I feel like there's a lot of stuff out there about, like, you can tell a lot about how a person is in the bedroom by how they eat. Apparently that is really linked in some way. So maybe this kid was just, like, sending out vibes to all the ladies on the plane. Hey, I could really go to town on your pussy. Yeah, I don't want I, that description. I don't want anyone near my pussy. Yeah, yeah, this guy. <laughs> I will rip your pussy open and go at it without any control or or nuance. This no guy thanks. will be holding two phones. That's the opposite of gi- giving a woman an orgasm. It's sure. just like I'm going to do whatever I want without any regard for anybody who's around me. Well, Aaron, there's ah, something. Ah, you just bit my labia. <laughs> yeah. There's something to be said for enthusiasm, though, isn't there? Oh, sure. Just a <laughs> jaunty eater is, I think, probably the perfect. <laughs> right. Something dashing. Something who eats with verve. <laughs> A certain shit is exactly. That's what you want. Yeah. Oh, wait a, a minute! A continental <laughs> eater, someone with a beret. Yeah, exactly. Uh, a beret and a baguette. That's that sounds like my kind of lovemaker. I'd rather have someone just hit me in my privates with a baguette than have that guy. <laughs> <laughs> So he's eating. Is it okay if while he does it, you're on a bicycle built for two? Yeah. All right. I don't know how that'd work. He'd have to be on a skateboard. We'll figure it out. He could reach back. Oh, that's that's. Or he uh can reach forward, depending on where he is. Kind of swat you. This guy was full on making um num num noises. (laughs) 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 He's going. Well, maybe that's also like a thing. You know, you you know what? What are the youngsters like these days? More than you know, memes, gifs. Mm -hmm. Uh I think they've seen the gif or the meme with the cat so much that they think eating. Just includes the phrase "om nom nom." So I'm uh, over the How course. How long of, is he eating these jelly bellies? It was a big bag of jelly bellies. Oh no! This is like a half hour that he's doing. <laughs> and so I'm getting, and he's you know he's got his arms out. And look, I understand. Like once in a while, I'm in put in a middle seat through no fault of my own. You know, I do anything in my power to get the aisle seat because I literally. It's soon on a in coach. As soon as the person in front of me 
tilts their chair back, I have to go sideways. Mm -hmm. So I have to, if I'm not in the aisle, I'm getting up in somebody's business. So I do everything within my power to get in the aisle. But I have a couple times had to sit in a middle seat. And so I understand if you're a big dude, why you would want to be on both armrests. But he was going past the arm. So I'm getting resentful. Oh, well, I, I mean, there's so many things to be upset about. The the eating in your face, yeah. the loud stuff, and the taking up of all the space. Which is why it was so upsetting to me when at two minute, two hours and 40 minutes into this two, three-hour flight, they made us take off our headphones. And this guy starts talking to me, and I don't want to what, talk to well, him. They, they made you take off your headphones? So no, they can they, land. They make you, so oh, so okay. they can land. Gotcha. And uh, you know how, the, like, if you have headphones on, the plane will crash. Yeah, I do. Yeah, it messes with the plane's mm-hmm. uh, mechanisms, wing patterns, wing. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah. So updrafts, <laughs> sure. Um, Props, flaps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, what was most upsetting was not even just that I had to talk to him, but he was he was a very pleasant young man. But it was very difficult for me to talk to him because... His mouth was full of taffy. <laughs> <laughs> because I could tell, like, I knew that I was going to need to talk to him about sports. Because it's just one of those things that I, you just, it just comes down to it. You're just going to have to talk to this other dude about sports. And I, I'm cool with sports. I like sports. But I don't follow sports closely anymore because I haven't had... I haven't basically haven't had a cable in a really long time. That's the real reason I don't follow sports that closely. And you can't sports is like the one thing you can't effectively steal from the internet. So in you terms just of television. so you just both sang your favorite songs from Huey Lewis's Sports. <laughs> so <laughs> what a what a what a timely reference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm in the zeitgeist. Yeah, Aaron. certainly something that young kid knew. I'm a showbiz mover and shaker. I know kids love Huey Lewis. They love Jennifer Love Hewitt, who they only know as a guest star on Hot in Cleveland. Right, which kids also love. <laughs> love. They love TV Land. Uh-huh. Aaron. Yeah, kids love TV <laughs> Land. Love the whole lineup. Aaron. Branch sh- Rusher is back. You, mm-hmm. re- you really shouldn't judge Jordan. I don't know if you've heard, but it's hip to be square. I do. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's another Huey Lewis. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So I got wrapped. I got wrapped into a conversation about the the about March Madness, and as little as and I'm trying to throw other sports things at him. I'm. I want to talk, talk about to, curling. Well, I would. I'm trying to bring it to any kind of sports thing that I know something about because I sure do not follow college basketball, and so I'm. I'm thinking about. Well, maybe I can talk to him about football. Maybe I can talk to him about. I, we, we did a show in Ann Arbor a year or two ago. Maybe I can talk to him about university. He didn't go to the University of Michigan. Oh, it was just, but he was wearing... He's a big supporter. Fair enough. And uh, I, it was the most difficult conversation. And again, this guy was perfectly nice. But it was like, it was so hard to, to talk. And Was he asking you questions or just like talking? He was very... He was asking me questions, but I think... Here's the thing. Like it was like um it was sort of like being at uh it was sort of like being at a bed and breakfast in a foreign country and you're seated across the table from someone that it has it is also American but you have you, you know I think you, you know I think you Jesse, should talk what, to I them. think what you've done is you've taken a a, a situation that's uh-huh. very relatable. relatable. <laughs> we've all been on a plane and had to talk to someone who we... Uh, had, Don't have anything in common with. Right. I think fewer people have been 
abroad at a bed and breakfast. <laughs> you made a relatable situation yeah. totally unrelatable mm, by adding right. Europe to the mix. Yeah, that's fair. Well, oh, I stubbed my toe. You know, it was kind of like stepping on a stingray in the Bahamas. <laughs> in my mind, it was Oaxaca, not Europe. But yes, oh, I understand what well. you're saying. I know that your mind is very continental in how it works. <laughs> oh, because right. that, those are the only kind of people I let near my pussy. Sure. Yeah, well, yeah. with a baguette, certainly. Mm-hmm. Oh, a, a sourdough batard. Try not to just imagine someone just violently hitting me in the vagina with a baguette. You can't do it. You cannot do it. Uh, yeah. I just, uh, yeah. Okay. That was fine. Jesse, I have to say, I, my, my limit with people eating on planes is, is so... I have very little patience for it. And that would have... I, I don't think I could have even had a conversation with that gentleman... I've never had a conversation about sports with someone on a plane, and I've definitely said for me, it's always, and I don't you even know how we get You give off a there. real sports. I know vibe. I do. I know I do. Believe me, but I've never. You've I've got, ne- I mean, you've got an athletic T-shirt on. Right? I, I do. Oh God! I, this this shirt with, literally with holes in it that's Abercrombie and Fitch, which is I guess gay athletics. Like it's, <laughs> like, it's not. That's just sit ups. It's right? not real. Exactly. Shirtless sit ups. Um, getting working out for literally no reason, <laughs> uh, for no functional reason. <laughs> Um, but I, my conversations are always John Grisham, and neither one. I'm never reading a John Grisham book. There's just always a woman who's like is up on John Grisham, and there have been are about you fifty up on books. John no, I know the firm and like the ones that were movies. Sure, the Pelican Brief, exactly. The client, like who knows any of the rest? Sure. I got roped into a conversation once. There's two people. I was sitting in a three person aisle, and the two people sitting next to me. We're having the most animated conversation. They didn't know each other. And they I could just tell that they were really nice. Like, I could tell that it wasn't that they were... I, they were just being really nice to each other. And they just seemed like they were having such a nice time. But I did not want to be part of it. Like, I wasn't ready to go there. I was ready to be happy for them. But I was not ready to engage it. But they, they caught me with my headphones out or something... And they asked me what I do, and I told them I'm a public radio host, and they said, oh, what kind of show do you do? And this never goes right. Never goes right. Because they always ask, well, who's been on your show? It always gets to who's been on your show. And I just go down this list of the most famous people I can think of that have ever been on my show in 12 years, and they have not heard of any, any of them. (laughs) Zero. You know, I'm just going like, oh, Jenna Fisher from The Office, uh, Andy Richter from The Conan O'Brien Show, um... And just going on and on. Bill Withers, you know, whatever I can think of. Henry Rollins. And I'm like, these people don't know who Henry Rollins no. is. <laughs> and so then they t- started talking to me about Jesus. And I was like, God damn it. I didn't say that because I would have been No, rude. that would have been very offensive. Yeah, that well, been very speaking rude. of Jesus on, the, on a plane, I was, um, my ex-husband and I, I'm divorced. Deal with it. Um, we were coming. You're a gay no, divorcee. And that's the Aaron, no one was not dealing with it. Yes. We were all dealing no, with it. No, everyone. You didn't you have to looked, remind us. We all had dealt with it. You looked at me. You were like, uh, as soon as I oh, said divorced, you were like. Oh, I'm being judgy. Yeah. No, you, in that, in that I, you could have just been listening, but I instantly read it as judgment. No, that's I think that's reasonable. Okay. It's, I, everything I do. Usually is like, she wears yeah. the t- She literally has a t-shirt that says, I'm divorced. Deal with it. It's, <laughs> it's hilarious. I think that, it, that's in rhinestones, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And then she has another shirt that says, I gave him the skinniest years of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Which is much angrier. <laughs> and then on the, butt, on the butt of your pants, it says, give me the chocolate and no one gets hurt. Yeah. <laughs> it's very, she's like a car wrap. <laughs> wow. oh, okay. She's just wrapped in slogans. Exactly. In... <laughs> sassy slogans i don't know i mean i don't i'm, I'm not, i would defend myself but it's all true <laughs> sure 
Um, <laughs> we were coming back from Houston on Easter weekend, and this gentleman in front of us, it was a gentleman, a child, and then the child's grandmother. The gentleman was a stranger. He starts reading the story of David and Goliath to this kid who he doesn't know out loud, very loudly. We, we ha- we're just taxiing. He just in- starts engaging him in in uh, in un- non-voluntary scary, Christianity, scary religious and then stories. Was he all, then? Did he also get the get try and get the kid to put up Coney posters? <laughs> it was very close. To, uh, if the, if if what had happened, what I'm about to tell you hadn't happened, the dude would have been masturbating all over this kid, right. just drunkenly right. masturbating. Yeah. Um, which is what happened to the Coney guy. I don't want to seem like it was a non sequitur. I just like, oh, I'm going to talk about masturbation all this when, time. When, I, I, this is shitty to make fun of this guy, but I think can we can we call public masturbation Coneying now? Yes, we should call it. We should getting rid of your invisible children. Oh yeah, sure. Because Coney, <laughs> that, that's a real dude. Sure, invisible can children. You, can we just call Jism visible children? Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, just. <laughs> Um, so anyway, this guy started doing Siemens. Yes. Siemens. Siemens. Uh, this kid got, started getting really scared and the, the grandma was Because he like, was afraid that giants might be real? Uh, at the, the tone at which this guy was reading the story and the guy was reading the story out loud for no reason. I think he sure. was just concerned about the vengefulness of the Hebrew Bible's God. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. It was very... It, it became basically a... Kids understand Old Testament. Oh, more than <laughs> Maybe, anything. Yeah. If there's one thing kids love more than David O. Russell, <laughs> it's the Old Testament. Testament. And cheat codes. <laughs> there's nothing. And, Hugh, and Huey Lewis. Let's run down what kids like. Kitties love cubits. That's, that's the that's, rule. Yeah. Sure. But this kid started crying, and the grandmother was like, can you please stop? You're scaring him. And then he, the guy got more religious. He's like, he should know this is important. Um, um, how important is religion in your life? And it got really Whoa, it got geez. really um, uh, activist, I guess. Or I don't know what you would call a Christian going nuts on a plane. but Coneying. Coneying, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so the flight attendants weren't doing anything. And it just kind of escalated, and I just heard it all going down, and... They asked. The, then finally, the woman, the grandmother, rang the call bell, and then the th- the stewardesses came over, and they were like, "It's okay, just sir, can you please stop reading?" He didn't. He kept doing it, and basically, I called the flight attendants over, and I said, "I'm uncomfortable. Get this guy off the plane, or or I get me off the plane." Because who knows? Like, I don't know what this right. guy. Right, this guy could flip out. He but, could he be he could be carrying a sling. Yes, he like, could be carrying a sling in order to slay a giant, or just. Someone else on the plane. I imagine. I didn't think he had a bomb, but I did imagine him f- punching everyone in the face who didn't believe in Jesus. <laughs> Regardless, I think a bomb's more likely. Yeah, thank you. But post nine eleven, you shouldn't be able to get away with that shit. Sure. And so they they stopped the plane, but what they said was over the announcement. They said, um, "We're going to turn the plane around. Two people from L.A. would like to go back to the gate." Oh, sure. I guess not wow. to freak people out, but then everyone. I was pretty clear who was from L.A. I mean, we had on, like, members-only jackets and, like... And you were blowing rail. Yeah. It was <laughs> And talking about your development deals. <laughs> Plus, you were, in that, you were in that Corvette convertible. Yeah, yeah. In, in hot pink. <laughs> on the PCH. <laughs> <laughs> so, they, they got him off the plane. They arrested him. But the stewardesses act like it was not a big deal. I guess because he was, if he was, mu- I just, I said to them, I was like, if he was Muslim, this would be a different story altogether. But because he's Christian and you happen to be a church going person, which is fine, you don't see the, the severity of the situation. So anyway, when I got back home, I called Continental to figure out, because they were going to give us another plane ticket. And the rep said, 
I told him what happened and he was like, well, I'm really sorry about that, ma'am, but don't you think in some way it's God's way of giving, getting you back home so you could spend Easter with your mom? Oh, oh shit. Continental. Oh, man. Folksy. It's, it's tough because... Can't win. It's tough because they're just trying to be nice. But they don't... They, he didn't understand what he <laughs> said. It would also be so convoluted of God to do that. Like, to take out a guy who was reading a story from the Bible. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's such... It's so backward. Like, God it's is very complicated. Mysterious ways, yes, Brian. Yes, fair God, enough. Well, God, God I, is your passive-aggressive aunt. Can, right. I, can I take a second to restore America's faith in Please. airplanes yes. now that we've shaken it? Um... Uh, the good news is that on my other plane flight, um, you've been on more than two. I yeah, well, <laughs> one each way. I took the Greyhound out, and luckily <laughs> they bought me. They were so impressed, they bought me a flight back. Um, you are PRI very impressive. Are very, very generous people. Um, they uh, on the on the other flight, uh, there was a big scruffy dog, and I was sitting in my seat. And the dog just went trotting along down the aisle past me. Like dogs are, as though dogs are allowed on airplanes. (laughs) Uh, I feel like I've been on. Where was the um, dog? It was just, it was a big dog. It was, it was a, it was like a hearing service dog, which I didn't know was a type of service dog, but. I was on the plane with a tiny dog. It was an elderly woman had a tiny dog and the dog was wearing a vest that said emotional health animal. (laughs) So. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. Isn't that every animal? Yeah, to me, like that's I, I, every I, dog or cat. Yeah, this is my emotional health boa yeah. constrictor. Right. Do I need to say boa constrictor? Or can I just say boa? I think constrictor. Well, because oh, I, you think feather boa? I you would could. assume feather boa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In your especially case, emotional. Jordan. Right. Exactly. You're not that sportsy, Jordan. <laughs> yeah. You're not that sportsy. There's several people who walk around LA with animals wrapped around their snakes wrapped around their neck, and then I've seen a, a man with a parrot on Fountain yeah. Avenue. A man with a parrot is just that's a sad scene. Right, that's just that's that's worse than a recumbent bicycle. Yeah, I feel like man with a parrot. All I can think is you're also a hoarder, right? Yeah. And you know what I mean. I just I feel like that something bird odors in general. I think there's a problem. Did you hear this uh, this American Life episode about uh, the woman with the pet parrot? Uh, the thing about parrots. Here's the thing about having a pet parrot that's different from a boa constrictor or another crazy person's pet animal um, is a parrot is really smart, bonds really, really, really strongly with its owner. And also, many of them can live to be like 40 years old. And so basically, when you buy a parrot, you're buying it for life, for your life, because it bonds to you. And in the This American Life piece, the woman's parrot, she got married, and the parrot would attack her husband and children. (laughs) But they couldn't just euthanize it or something because no. she loved it it had like lived with her for 10 years before she met the husband yes and a bird is more important than your own children well it wasn't winning the fights against the children <laughs> children just, were swatting it to the ground i just imagine a, a whole family with pecked out eyes yeah, that <laughs> honestly is but would be my night i i that would be my nightmare that's a, a, terrible being attacked by a parrot just a, a bird in my it's house so colorful. period yeah i just can't do it something that gets higher than you <laughs> no sure i'm not doing what's it, it doing up there yeah. i don't know maybe something good it's not maybe right not. jordan it's not it's right. no I agree. what a crazy thing to have a problem with i have a problem with cats for the same reason <laughs> okay, they can get up higher, they can get up higher and at sure. that point i'm losing sure. that's why i'm so afraid of rapper jim jones yes. <laughs> he flies so Exactly. (laughs) You know that. Of course. You just don't want anything above you. 
We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I am Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, smart, sarcastic, and just a bit of real. I'm Brian Safi. Uh, the uh, I'm homosexual. Hi, I'm Erin Gibson, and I love routers. It's not true. You just saw my yeah. router over there. No, uh, uh, look, can I do it again? Yeah. I'm Brian here. did your thing from your guys' show. Why don't, yeah. I know. Because well, I, I want to talk about curtains and... Eagle statues and water glasses. Okay, so you are looking at stuff <laughs> in the room. Saying stuff. Looking at stuff in the room. You're just saying stuff, Aaron. Jeez, Louise. I'm, I'm feminasty. <laughs> are you guys tired of your nicknames already? Well, I don't know. It, we say it a lot. Well, welcome to our world. <laughs> yeah, I know. We've been saying it for 12 years for no reason. It's just some some dumb shit we thought of when we were 19. But at that point, don't you think there's no attachment? You just say it and there's no, there's no emotion because you're but just dead about the it? But here's the problem. Uh, here's the problem. What happens is we have no feelings left for it. Right, Jordan? When you say that... When it's a we, loveless marriage. Yeah, the, we have nothing mm-hmm. left I'm there. getting a little piece on the side from another nickname. Uh, people, <laughs> people, who like, people who like our show... I'm fucking uh, another nickname. Probably most most of them probably like it. They yeah. probably have it. It's close to their heart. You know what I mean? Uh, and then people who haven't heard our show think these are the two biggest assholes. And what the fuck are these people doing? That's well, I, I have a new one. So Dude, what is it? Uh, the, the sarcastic smart, sarcastic, one. and just a bit of real. Oh, okay. It was Jordan Morse boy detective before. I remember. But I've changed it. Okay. So. Jordan, I actually, there's something I need to talk to you about. Because yes. last week on the program, we mentioned where you were when you were gone. Mm-hmm. And that is, you went, uh, you went on a nationwide tour as the co-host of a web series for a men's-related stuff website. Mm-hmm. I'm summarizing it reasonably accurately. It was penthouse.com. <laughs> <laughs> was it really? It was not. It was thrillist.com. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, you know, we're, I'm going to send the videos to Guccione, get Guccione's people to watch them, and then maybe like next year I can do a similar thing, but like with pussy. I've been telling Jordan's, Jordan and Jordan's agent, you got to get the gooch. Yeah. You know? I mean, once you Is got that what the you gooch. call him? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I call Bob Guccione. Okay. Legendary pornographer, Bob Guccione. Is he uh-huh. dead? Yeah, probably. I feel like he is dead. He might be dead. Yeah. Of syphilis. I don't know it, but I feel it. Can, I do too. I, I, <laughs> can I ask you? <laughs> can, uh, what if you were? What if you were a channeler, but only for famous pornographers? You know, I've often thought that I. My, well, when I was born, my grandmother said that I would be. Yes. <laughs> I'm getting something. Brian, what's going on with Seymour Butts? Uh, I, I was about to say, I don't know any famous dead pornographers. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, I, I, have one, I have one famous pornographer-related question before we get into this No, story. please, yes. Of course, yeah. So have you, guys, you guys live here in Los Angeles. You've seen the Larry Flint building. Yeah. Yes. Which is where, I mean, I guess Larry Flint Media is mostly Hustler magazine, right? Uh, yeah, I don't. I can't think of no, he does else. a couple of mom blogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's, well, it's, he made up. He, he invented Pinterest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and then there's and then there's also Lil Hustler. For yes. Kids. <laughs> <laughs> But um, there's a huge sign outside of the Hustler building, the Larry Flint building, that says Larry Flint Industries or what is, you know what I mean? And underneath it says Hustler Magazine, Hustler.com, 
you know, Hustler Video, and then Larry Flint Aviation. <laughs> wow. You know, he, there's a landing pad on the top of that building. Yeah. That must be Larry Flint. He's just, he was just looking at the list of things, and he's like, you know what? We need one not pussy-related thing also, on this list. Yeah, but the website is not... It doesn't count as a separate industry. It's like this. It's like your magazine, an extension of your magazine. Right. He's like... There's a lot of, there's a lot of Flash games on oh, it. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I've heard this, too, about the building. If you do land on it, it's supposedly it's shaped like a vagina. Wow. So if you ever... You notice it's so like a, it's a curved it building. Air, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. It's like a pointy oval with... I don't... I haven't seen it, but sure. apparently that's the rumor. A pointy oval is a way to describe <laughs> a vagina. You know... I, like that's that kind, exactly what my vagina looks just like. Picture, picture a pointy oval and a baguette. Just right. slamming. Baguette <laughs> slamming yeah. into the oval. Um, you know, no, actually, you know, obviously, uh, you know... When that building was bought, Hustler was, you know, the thing to jerk off to. Right. Um, I think he built that building. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> brick by brick? brick yeah. by, well, he's in a wheelchair, right? Yeah, yeah. So. He built the first floor. He did this, just the brick. <laughs> oh, I don't. Um, oh, God. But, uh, I've actually talked to. I mean, th- now that's kind of just office space. I mean, I think Hustler is there, but I think. I they, bet, yeah, they must have I've like talked half to people who's like, oh, yeah, I had a job. You know, if people need a quickie office space for a short, short-term job, you can work in the Hustler building. That's I've a talked to people. Good you need building a for quickie, quickie office space. Office space. For yeah, right. Short-term job, huh? What kind of job would you say it might be, Jordan? Oh, I think you can go into one of the broom closets and jack off. <laughs> oh, well, that's specific. You know. I, I wish you'd use a little more, you know, oh, I was, I illusion. Been, I should have been cuter with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, but I winked when I said it. You did. That doesn't work on podcast, but... And I glanced over my shoulder coyly. Hustler building aside, Jordan, I really <laughs> am interested oh, in sure. learning uh, about... So, part so you of, had to like get in a car and drive yeah, across part the country. Of this oh, thing awful. Was, yeah, part of this thing was driving from L.A. <laughs> to New York, um, and which is something I've, I've, kind of, I've always wanted to try, so it was nice, nice to get paid for it. Um, so I just have kind of a couple of stray observations about uh, America... Yeah, that I just wanted wanted to share with everybody. Number and, uh, one, it's prone to uh, helping you develop deep vein thrombosis, mm-hmm. some concerns about blood clots in your rear mm-hmm. because of because your butt's in a seat the whole time, yeah, or because of the fat food. Uh, all, all, I mean, yeah, the the butt in the seat plus uh, the only restaurant uh, from here to New York is Sonic. <laughs> that got, um, or maybe do you they have, have roller that- skate there. I don't, you know, I they used good to question. I don't. Uh, and is every television everywhere still playing America's Funniest Home Videos? <laughs> I feel like I feel like that's all I hear is the theme. When I hear middle Middle America, I always just hear the America's Funniest Home Videos theme song <laughs> every time. Yeah. Um, and um, so, so here here are some things. Here's something we did. Uh, so kind of part of the video series was uh, us kind of stopping in fun cities and doing like. Fun activities. Right. Uh, and the thing we did in Vegas, it was a little tricky for Vegas because uh, it was sponsored by a car company and therefore you couldn't drink. Uh, so you couldn't even like have alcohol in the shot. So that kind of eliminates – What about prostitutes? Uh, yeah, you could have them in the shot as long as they didn't have any uh, uh, logos for um, competing car companies. I see. No, so, so no Honda prostitutes. So no, I could not fuck the famous Honda whores. Right. <laughs> I've always wanted to and I'm like, when am I going to be back here? <laughs> Um, so yeah, so if, uh, uh, so, you know, they, they had to kind of do some other Vegasy stuff. And one of the things we did was we flew, we, we, I shouldn't say flew cause I didn't fly it, but I rode around in a tiny, uh, world war one style airplane. 
Oh, that sounds cool. pretty cool. It was yes, uh, yes, it was cool. Wait, rode around, not flew. Uh, yeah, well, I, I guess when I, I say I don't want to say I flew it because a guy who was sitting behind right. me flew it while he whacked me in the crotch with the baguette. Mm-hmm. Seems dangerous. Uh, it was. Um, so you're in this you're in this tiny kind of World War One plane. <clears throat> um, and before I got into it, I asked the guys, um, you know, do people ever get sick? Because um, you know, kind of part of it is you go in it, you do some loop the loops, uh, figure eights. Uh, barrel rolls and uh, you're inside not on the wing right yeah no yeah you're not yeah you're not like a famous tap dancing rocket yeah. <laughs> um and this, this isn't what, what was that show called ducktales no that's the wrong yep, one no ducktales ducktales have aerial darkwing duck we were talking about that earlier darkwing duck is it ducktales duck i believe ducktales is aviation from... yeah mm-hmm. yeah okay hmm uh aviation aviation uh i'm that's very Fra- continental no i'm aviation. very yes. french <laughs> uh, um so anyway so we have this um so he's like so the guy's position on it was like listen it's happened a couple of times but uh you know there's a there's a sick bag in front of you but honestly uh you know you're you have a little walkie-talkie to the captain if you're starting to feel sick just let him know he'll even out until you feel better and then we'll keep going so great. They're, I'm super, super at ease at this point. R.E. Will I puke? And uh, so we get up in the thing, and he's just fucking going crazy, just doing loop-the-loops, and I start to feel sick. So I just say my little thing, I'm my walkie-talkie. I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm starting to feel a little sick. Can we even out? And the guy just fucking ignores me. The guy keeps doing loop-the-loops. Crazier loop-the-loops. And, like, what? pretends to crash the plane. And, like, the whole time I'm going... I'm getting sick. I'm getting sick. And uh, so he's just going nuts. And I... That is an outrage. I puke into this bag. Ugh. And, the you know, they, they're filming, you know, and so, so the thing has 30 more minutes to go. So I'm riding around in this thing just puking every two minutes. And to oh. the point where it was dry heaves and then, like, bile and just the worst... Like the worst situation. The good news is your humors are balanced. Exactly. I got rid of some of that black bile that was making me fussy. <laughs> uh, I was being a real bitch before yeah. I left, right? right. And now I'm, I'm sunnier because I got rid of some of that black bile. Um, and when we got to the bottom, I, I went up to him and I'm like, hey, I thought you said you would level out if I got sick. And I, I, don't, I wasn't being confrontational about it because, uh, you know, he's an Air Force guy, probably has a gun. Um, uh, but he's like, he's like, hey, God, I am really sorry about that. The guy who's producing it just told me to keep going, even if you got sick. Right? Wow. Whoa. Yeah. See, now, if it was the Red Baron Pizza Squadron, I have gone up with the Red Baron Pizza Squadron. Oh, here we go. Just a fucking another excuse for you to name drop the Red Baron Pizza Squadron. <laughs> what? Where will you shoehorn this story into next? <laughs> Captain Johnson from the Red Baron Pizza uh, Squadron. He didn't even do any loop-de-loops when I told him not to do any loop-de-loops because I'm fucking terrified of heights. But I figured if somebody calls your college radio station and says, does anyone want to go in an airplane with the Red Baron Pizza Squadron? You got to say yes, right? Did you come close to death? Did he pretend to crash the plane? No, he was not an asshole. (laughs) 
I get the impression this guy flying the plane wasn't the asshole right. in that situation. What did you say to your producer? I, uh, uh, I, I, that's, that, it, we had a sensitive conversation about uh-huh. it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I guess my Jordan thing is that, revealed like, that he has gonorrhea. Uh-huh. Exactly. And <laughs> yeah, your conversation had nothing to do about the plane. I was fucking him that he has right. uh, gonorrhea as well. Um, yeah, no, I guess that's the thing is like, you, I, like, I get that it's better TV. Or internet TV, if somebody pukes. You know, you can film a couple guys having fun on a vacation that you're not on, and you can watch that. Or you can watch some fucking goon puke. Isn't it better if you know that's going to happen, though? Or that's something you can fake. Yeah. Right, right, right. right. I can, you know, I can go blah into a bag, and then we can fill it up with, you know, cottage cheese. Or someone else's puke. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Oh, I like the someone else's puke idea. Yeah. Just punch some other buddy else in you the could stomach. Do, you could pay a day laborer to vomit in a bag. Absolutely. They'll be glad to have the work. Mm-hmm. What, what, what and they're a, a nauseous people anyway. What kind of nausea? Because that's a different kind of nausea than being like drunk, right? Or is it the same? Oh, well, I mean, their lives are they're just nausea-inducing. You know, you, it's a hot sun all day. No, no. I, le- I legitimately want to know what it day feels like. Day labor is really difficult. Right before you're about to th- throw up in this plane. Oh, me? Yeah. Well, sorry, ask me the question again. So I, I thought too busy we were making still talking about kind of the day laborers. No, no. Yeah, I want to. I want to talk. I want to know what like lichen. It's because the they don't eat. Before. They don't necessarily get the chance to eat regular meals, but they're doing difficult physical labor. Oh, right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Now, Erin's fully schooled in that. I mean, she... Right? Yeah, oh, yeah, because she's had to use fake vomit to get out of a ton of pickles. Yeah. <laughs> she just... She just goes to Home Depot and Sometimes. with bags and stores it. Well, what I do, ironically, is- she has to go with a barrel of pickles. Right. Exactly, because yeah. that that you know, it's kind of one of those things that like sometimes a dog doesn't look like a dog on camera. Right. right. So a lot of vomit doesn't look like vomit unless it's pickle vomit. Right. I actually haven't paid paid for anything in six years since I've known about this trick. I just get up to the register. Get they're like it'll be one hundred and sixteen dollars, please, and I'll go okay. But then I'll just start vomiting, right? And oh. then and then I just walk out with the products. Oh, right. terrific! Yeah. Then you then you end up with valuable products and services, right? Sometimes probably, it has a little bit of vomit on it. Yeah. Oh, always nice jacket. By that friend. is a Thank nightmare. You. Like the number one thing when I went in that airplane because I'm genuinely sure. I'm not afraid of airplanes at mm. all. But I am horrified yeah, of heights. Yeah, no, no, me and too. I'm more, like, these I'm airplanes, not of it's flying. open cockpit. Oh, yeah. mine was not. I had oh. a little dome on mine. Okay, so, that was... so mine was totally open. So uh-huh. I could have fallen out of... I mean, I couldn't have because I was strapped into it. Right. But I, if they go upside down... No, I, I can't. And there's nothing between you and the ground tens of thousands of feet away. There's nothing standing between you and Watsonville. And you're trusting a The buckle? day laborers Honestly, that are just, picking the fruits of Watsonville. Yes. Nah. Just hearing about it makes me want to... Like, I could faint right now. Yeah. Just, like, no way. Just knowing any of that. But, it does terrify. Before you throw, you throw up, are you thinking, I'm going to die, I'm going to die? At no point did I think I was going to die. Die. Even when he was fake, fake. crashing the... Yeah. First, I, you know, it, honestly, I, and I think that's kind of part of the benefit of being nauseous and vomiting during this. You're not really thinking about anything other than, I'm puking, I'm puking, I'm puking. Right. You're not really concerned about greater safety issues. Yeah. I, I can see that. I mean, to be honest, my ride was so smooth... With the Red Baron Pizza Squadron, my friends in the Red Baron Pizza Squadron. Oh, now they're yeah. your friends! Now they're your friends! Red Baron Pizza Squadron! What's their email address? I was concerned. <laughs> I'll give it to you later. Okay. I, I'll give you their cell phone number. 
<laughs> I feel like they would have a pager. Is that is that wrong to assume? <laughs> well, in case of emergencies. Right, right. What if they're at the movies and somebody somebody needs to call? <laughs> Get in there. There's a now, do they... sad housewife. And, and she's got hungry kids. <laughs> Um, they gave me a certificate at the end of mine. Did you get a certificate at all? Uh, that I fl- no, I didn't. I did. I, I did have a bag of my own. Barf. So this is really a double whammy. This situation. Yeah, you barfed a, the whole time and on no camera certificate. that people will be able to watch on the internet. Did you get any coupons for free frozen pizza? I didn't. Uh-uh. I got like three or four frozen pizzas out of this thing. I have a question oh, about the Red Baron. Yeah, when he delivers pizzas. Do they have parachutes on them and they just land? <laughs> I thought your question was going to be oh, your question about the Red Baron was going to be when he delivers pizza, does he first repudiate the Weimar Republic? Oh, I didn't even think about that. But now that you've mentioned it, of course, that should have been my correct? question. I was going to ask, Republic. do the guns on the plane shoot pizza? <laughs> yeah. Like liquid pizza? Is my history correct there? Is that the uh, World I don't War know. One? It doesn't. The yeah, Prussian, the king of Prussia, maybe. If you want to talk about the Great Boer War, I can do that. Okay. But <laughs> sure. World War One, that's where. That's were a little there, gap in my. Were there any fun facts about knowledge? the plane? Like this killed this many Japs. <laughs> 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 Any, uh, no, this was like a, in uh, aviation that's called a fun slur. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, um uh they were replicas. So this was kind of in uh, the style of a okay. of a World War One plane. Um, that's an industry. I don't think we were fighting the Japanese. No. Mm, well World War One? You don't you know you don't know that. Well, I don't do. know. That's true. I think we've established I don't know a lot about World yeah. War One. Yeah. They, he wasn't fighting the Japanese. The Japanese are safely ensconced in the internment camps, okay. as I understand <laughs> right, it. Right, right, right. <laughs> right. Um, Again, my history is not as strong sure. as it could be, but this is based on what I know about the Boer War. Okay. Uh, can I move on to another observation okay. about America? Next observation about America. Number uh, three. So uh, Jordan Morris's observation about America. <laughs> number three. Uh, this is actually maybe the last one. <laughs> I had no other thoughts except for these two. Um, and the other one wasn't really a thought. It was a story. So. Well, you had that Sonic thing at the top. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. There you go. That was clever. You didn't know whether there was roller skates. That's true. We didn't actually stop at a Sonic. I, I feel a little bit like... Oh, you didn't have a banana cream pie shake? I probably should have. You didn't get a Buster Bar? They're known bar? for their desserts, right? They're kind of creative. Yeah. Right. And their drinks. Did they you have get like, a... Bus- they were the original of like the cherry lime Oh, they'll have like a cherry thing. Dr. Pepper right. or a lime Dr. Pepper. Did you get a Buster Bar at a DQ? No, I didn't. DQ, uh-huh, get a Buster uh-huh. Bar? Yeah, I may, be, I may be fucked up in the like regional fast food right. area. I should have stopped at a Hardee's. Should have stopped at a Whataburger. Oh, yeah, you I should have. Or, did... And a Taco Cabana. Oh, yeah, totally. My, uh, my co-host was, uh, is from Oklahoma and was talking about Taco Cabana all yeah. the time. It's pretty uh, delicious. I did eat at a Cracker Barrel. Do you guys remember oh, when wow. Taco, Taco Cabana took on Hulk Hogan in WrestleMania in 1984? Oh, How yeah. could we forget? <laughs> <laughs> the only... that, oh, that's the, uh, that's the most racist WrestleMania ever? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that is an achievement. <laughs> yes, because it's pretty racist. <laughs> yeah, he took on the Crimson Blackie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, so uh, he was red with blood from slavery no yes uh so part of my he just threw uh, chains around that was his deal uh so part of my thing included a a few days in new mexico he lost he lost because he was too lazy thank you yep (laughs) way to bring it around wwf's thing not mine right i know i'm against the racism of professional wrestling of the 1980s yes iron chic the whole nine yards thank god someone is (laughs) 
uh, so, so we were in New Mexico for a bit, which is the uh, setting for Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. Also right. the home of Green Chili. And Shirley MacLaine. Yeah, all of that. Yes. <laughs> Uh, this hell of a there is, and there is one restaurant that's devoted to all three of those things, yes. and it is confusing there. And there's, I don't know what was going on. Is there's just a sign when you enter New Mexico with a bullet point list, <laughs> and the Breaking Bad one is really new. Like the other ones are faded, and the yes. Breaking Bad one looks like it's only been there a few years. Yeah, yeah. Um, they and, crossed out turquoise jewelry. <laughs> they're the most proud of the Breaking Bad one, right? Exactly. They're like, well. Um, uh, so I've always really, really liked Breaking Bad, but a problem I always had with the show. Uh, do you guys watch it? I know, Jesse, uh, yes. you don't. I, I haven't, haven't seen, seen all season of four. Okay, yeah. uh, I haven't either. Um, you've seen one or two? Not I know. I've never seen it because of my rule against uh, descents into. Okay, enjoying watching descents into. That's a rule for entertainment. I don't wow. watch anything that's a descent into. Something. So you only watch the news and reality shows? <laughs> no, I, there's lots of shows that aren't a descent into something. Good name. Desperate name Housewives. You watch Desperate Housewives? <laughs> I watch nothing but Desperate Housewives. <laughs> <laughs> I thought. Yeah. Well, when I'm wa- wa- not watching, to be fair, that can be a, madness. That can be a right. descent yeah. into bitchiness. Yeah. yeah. Do you think sure. Nicolette Sheridan was killed off on purpose? Oh, I sure hope so. <laughs> the answer is someone who I doesn't know that. what I'm talking about. I hate that bitch. Yeah, <laughs> she was always doing didn't that she different really recently stuff. Recently, have to didn't the Supreme Court recently the Supreme spoil Court, the yes. fact that she yeah. died? Anyway. Yeah. Uh, Can we talk about New Mexico though? Because I'm done with Nicolette Sheridan. Yeah, I think I th- we probably let it go on too long. Honestly, if we're not going to talk about Felicity Huffman, the next best <laughs> thing is New Mexico. Yeah. yeah. Um. So a problem I always had with Breaking Bad are the. Uh, uh, the dirt bags on the show, specifically how they're costumed. Um, we talked a little bit about this phenomenon. We were talking about the Jackie Chan movie Rumble in the Bronx. It's kind of like, you know, there's just this generic dirt bag template or this box of mishmash dirt bag costumes. Right. And, you know, like the characters will have raver pants, but then a leather jacket and then a do rag. And but also like a mesh shirt, sure, on underneath it. And it seemed like I'm like, well, uh, you know, this show is great, but whoever is costuming these dirt bags just has no, you know, regard for the fact that there are kinds of dirt bags. And it always kind of bothered me. And it's like, well, you know, it's like, why is the cholo hanging out with the punk rock guy? And it, it always just kind of to me. It was something Why that is I, the country and western guy wearing that FUBU jersey? Right. <laughs> exactly. It was totally stuff like that. And it seemed like, you know, it had, you know, a, a, a good portion of the show kind of happens in that dark seedy dirt bag underworld and it always was, it was something I just had to get over. Uh, now, after having spent time in New Mexico, I think whoever dresses those dirt bags should get an Emmy. Because <laughs> is that how they dress? It was amazing. Like not New- all New Mexicans. The no, dirt no, no. Bag there was a lot of New Mexico that was really, really nice. And, New Mexico is uh, an d- amazing state. It yeah, is, it, is. it was terrific. But there were a lot of dirt bags, and they were all dressed in crazy mishmash outfits. A lot of like Jankos. <laughs> oh, Jankos. Yeah, exactly. But then I also, own stock like- in Jankos, so I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, yeah. So it is still alive and well in New Mexico. I don't think they're buying these Jenkos new. Oh, well, that's bad for business. I I shorted Jenko and went all in on Zeke Cavaricci. Oh, that's Mm. a really smart business. Mm -hmm. Um, But yes, a lot of... And and multi... 
multiracial gangs of dirtbags too. It's like usually the the you know the 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 ethnicities by rights should be separate. <laughs> well, well, with dirtbags, if WWF has taught us anything, <laughs> um, but yeah, it seems like you don't see too many too many multiracial gangs of dirtbags, except in New Mexico, where it seems like all these guys have just pooled all their weird looking clothes, dressed up, and now walk around looking. Vibrating. They're sort like they're of all vibrating. It's pretty resourceful. I think so too. Yeah. And open-minded. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's sort of like a multicultural utopia is what you're describing. It is a little bit. So yeah. dirtbags are better than us as far as like regular people who don't. We don't. Though they don't any. see color. Right. That's what. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. This sounds like a society <laughs> because their retinas are detached. Yes. <laughs> because of all the meth. Yeah. This yeah. sounds like a society for us and by us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. A real foo. Did you have any <laughs> run-ins? No, uh, uh-uh. I mean the dirt bags were polite. Oh, oh, you know this really funny. This uh, we were parked somewhere. I think we were just parked at a McDonald's, and this kind of of course you were old dirt bag, um, man or woman, man, oh. an old male dirt bag. He was driving a God, yeah, and it's so funny. He was a white guy, and he was driving uh, a crazy airbrushed van. Sure, uh, oh. which is maybe not something you sunset think or a, dolphins. I think warrior. Oh yeah, I think warrior feathers and yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yes, white guy dirt bag, like jean jacket, no shirt. Love it. It would be better if you had said that it was a Quetzalcoatl. Yeah, that was right. on this side. <laughs> it was Lama Linche painted on yes. this side. <laughs> um, and he comes up. Uh, he came up to us. We were just like switching some gear from the from one car to the other, and he's like, "Hey." Are you fellas bachelors? <laughs> and we're like, yep. He's like, ha I know bachelors when I see them. And like walked into the McDonald's. <laughs> that is fucking That's brilliant. That's wonderful. It was great. Yeah. And yeah, and that guy could just go ahead and walk onto the set of Breaking Bad and do that and not look out of place. But that's what I like about, that's a perfect crazy person encounter because if you go one more step from, are you guys bachelors? I know bachelors when I see them. Then it just turns into like something you don't want to be a part of. But that's a brilliant that's a brilliant five minute interaction yeah. with someone who's crazy. I mean, I don't know if he was trying to like cruise us or something. No, he just Are wanted to, he wanted to he wanted to have something no, sassy. Yeah, to you say. made his day from that point on. He remembered his day to, days as He's a bachelor. Like, ah, I could, I still got it. Yeah, I still got my yeah. bachelor detection talent. Yep. And then he walked in and ordered six McRibs. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'd love I, I'd love for him to just reach into his pants. And pull out a stag film reel, just like oh. uns- unspooled, and just hold it up to the light. <laughs> yes, you, you, bo- see- you boys want to see a nun suck a dog's dick? Yeah. <laughs> see, that's what I mean. One more step, and it's too crazy. I think I know exactly. bachelors. Yeah. <laughs> if I know bachelors, they want to see a nun suck a dog's dick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fubu. <laughs> Cross colors. All that. Uh, yeah, that's so Hugo that's, boy. That might be. <laughs> That might be the only... What else you got? <laughs> Miller's Outpost. I don't know. L.L. <laughs> Bean. Yeah. County L. seat. L.L. Bean. <laughs> Aaron Gibson just said L.L. Bean. We're running out of... The, yeah, L.L. Bean, the, the, the clothing of thugs. Oh, so you fellas bachelors, then. <laughs> yeah. Everybody into my Volvo. Yeah. Now you're from Maine. <laughs> Let's head down to the coast. <laughs> oh, I love a thug in a Volvo uh, with a with wearing LL Bean. Fresh jam. Yeah, mm. uh, that's one of those lobster dirt bags. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go empty the traps <laughs> and then snort some glue to get fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be back Don't touch t- my keys. 
We'll be back in just a second. I'm Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Homo sensual Brian Safi. Feminasty Aaron Gibson. Um, that was, see, isn't it fun that we all did our right ones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that felt was better. Fun. It felt good. Yeah. I didn't. That felt as good as a nice baguette to the snatch. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Why is using all actually baguette to the snatch is the should be the right way to say it because that sounds the best. Actually, I haven't lost it the whole time, and that made me lose my shit. Okay, Jesse, please use the less offensive bun to the gash. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. I picked up a really old joke book the other day, and what the joke was, what do you call a tampon? What's another term for tampon? And it was a gash mask. <gasps> horrifying. Oh, wow. It Did was you from pick like this up out of the garbage? Basically. <laughs> it was disgusting. You stole it from Milton Berle. Yeah. No, it was like you from that era. You down Milton Berle. Yes. Is stole he alive? Um, I, I, no. I feel that he's not. Uh-huh. Is this just a podcast where we talk about, we talk about people who might or may or may not be dead? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I want to uh, take this moment to recognize our sponsors. First sponsor this week, Ask Metafilter. Hey. Welcome, Ask Metafilter. Welcome, Ask sponsor Metafilter. this week. I thought it would be fun for me to just read. Ask Metafilter is this website, great website, where people ask questions and get answers. It's sort of like, what if Yahoo Answers or something like that wasn't horrible? <laughs> yeah. It is like Was actually it run by goth 12-year-olds. Yes. Yeah, it is actually really consistently superb. They've sure. like set it up so that uh so that it really works right and people give you really like I've asked any kind of crazy question and gotten perfect answers. And anytime I don't know something, I always first I google it on Ask Metafilter. But these are questions that the answer that there are answers to on Ask Metafilter right now. Number 1, what is the name of that song about a werewolf in love? Mm-hmm. What is it? There's two answers. Let's see. Somebody's going to have the answer. The werewolf, as sung by Cat Power, original by Michael Hurley. Or the next like, suggestion is falling in love with the wolf boy? Question. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, uh, there's a, oh, the other one that I really liked is uh, uh, my girlfriend is hoping to get a mohawk. Any tips? <laughs> How is but any tips is the question. Yeah. For yeah, for con- talking her out of the mohawk, for how to mohawk maintenance. There's an there's a big explanation here. There is a big explanation to their credit. Okay, yeah. There is a big explanation. And I hope that there's also a big explanation to the next question underneath that, which is what are these large metal objects? <laughs> oh, I love it. Um anyway, so I I think Ask Metafilter is the best. You can find it online at ask.metafilter.com. If you have some weird question, like I, I was just looking for a weekend getaway spots near Los Angeles. Typed it into Ask Metafilter, found two great threads with lots of valuable information from non-idiots. So Terrific. Wonderful website. Uh up on the Jumbotron this week. Oh, first of all, we have a commercial message. Um, Beyond the Twilight, a short story collection from the mind of Christopher Meyer. The Christopher Meyer? Yes. The Christopher Meyer. Wait, Stephanie Meyer? Yeah, the author of Twilight is Stephanie Meyer. This has Twilight in it. Is this her weird brother? Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. From coin flips to cannibalistic eating contests, this collection of story offers something for the different minded. (laughs) Different is in quotes. I don't know what that means. 
It's upsetting. If you've, if they say, if you've laughed or even have just been offended one time by Jordan Jesse Go, this book is for you. <laughs> All right. That's Christopher Meyer's opinion. I think you should give it a shot. Sure. I'm not. Whether or not you're offended by the program, which is offensive. It was offensive, especially when we started talking about those uh, made-up 80s WWF guys. That was offensive. Yeah, sure. but funny. And also satirical. We, that was satire. Mm-hmm. That was some satirical-ass shit. We do not support that racism. That was, that was no. a WWF's thing. Do you think satire's dead? I don't know. About well, I'm not going into that. <laughs> you just wanted, you wanted an excuse to talk about Doonesbury. Just about how Jesse's always trying to shoehorn in the Red Baron Pizza Patrol. She has, a, she has been, she has in her sweaty little paw, she has a three by five card full of Spiro Agnew jokes. Yes. yes. She needs yeah. to get to. Okay, we have one more up on the Jumbotron. This is from Zach. Uh, oh, this is. This one's a personal. I love personal ads on Jordan Jesse Go. I love it when the Jumbotron has people <laughs> looking for love. They're a lot of fun. Okay. Uh, greetings, fellow Jordan Jesse Go fans. I'm a 28-year-old journalist in Washington, D.C. Hi. Hey. Yeah, sounds good so far. Sounds good, right? I'm an outdoor guy. That's a career guy. that's on the rise. Yes. I'm an outdoor guy in that I like running, skiing, going to the beach, and mm. checking out new bars slash restaurants. The fun. last one this is guy not, sounds great. The last one is not part of being an outdoor guy, no. but I'm going to let no. it <laughs> after the after the sentence he, uh, after that sentence he has in parentheses patios only. Yes. <laughs> yes. But I'm also a homebody in the sense that I like staying in and listening to Led Zeppelin while taking bubble baths. <gasps> this guy sounds, this guy sounds great. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yes. The most relaxing music for a bubble bath. <laughs> I'm looking for a cool girl to take to concert. And I'm going to guess that it went ahead and that it cut him off there and said, go take to concerts mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. Um, here's what you can do if you think it might be nice to meet Zach and you're in Washington, D.C., or if you just want to, you know, email with him, you know, get a picture of him, that kind of thing. Yeah, a lot I mean, of times people will post a picture of themselves in the forum thread sure. for the show. But let's be honest, it's important. Absolutely. Yeah, it is. And I mean, let's get real. This guy's probably at least a nine. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. that no, description he sounds, alone. I mean, he great. skis? Yeah, this guy's... Outdoor stuff? When yeah. have you met an unattractive skier? Go ahead. Name an unattractive skier. You can't. can't do it. I you can't. can't. I, I can't think Peekaboo Street is a skier. Oh, uh, well, but... but yeah. That's as far as I can get. Right. But I... I and also, skiers usually have some money. That's what's, true. Yeah, it so is. So he probably sure. does pretty well. What's the famous skate... What's the famous snowboard guy? Oh, the one that looks like Carrot Top? Uh, Sean, <laughs> Sean White. White. Yeah. He was on a pack of gum at the grocery yes, store. Spirit. Why? Like, why do, would you put celebrity goofus Sean White <laughs> on a pack of gum? Also, that. isn't he like X Games like territory? Why would you put on spearmint gum? No, no kids, he, well, kids he's don't like eat that. an Olympic that. gold medalist. I know, but it's, he doesn't appeal to like... Who eats spearmint gum? Like accountants and uh, divorcees. Smokers. I yeah. think they probably tried to like dress up the spear. I think it's probably called like Arctic Blast. Right. Okay. So if you want to, if you want to maybe meet Zach or email with him or whatever, uh, this is how we do it: anonymous styles. Just email jjgo at maximumfun dot org, uh, which is our email address, and put message for Zach in the subject line, and just say whatever you want. You know, talk about fun stuff. Washington DC is a fun town. I used to work at Borders there. You know, oh, I lived there for a year. I love DC. It is fun. I went, one time. Fun. I found George F. Will's Newsweek. You know, it, crazy <laughs> shit can really? happen. <laughs> crazy shit can happen in Washington DC. You never know when you're going to see James Carville. You know, yeah. 
That guy's a lot of local every- celebrities. A lot yes. of fun local celebrities. Also, a lot of micro brews there. Yeah, are there? <laughs> yeah, hot micro brews. I did get in an argument with someone when I was in Washington D.C. about the city and how she she was like, I was like, well, I don't think I could live here, but it's very interesting to visit. And she was like, well, there's so much history here, and I was like, yeah. That's that's fine. <laughs> like I just came off as the dumbest LA person. Like, well, we have tacos. <laughs> uh, they got some good uh, empanadas in Washington D.C. Mm. That's it, your go-to your go-to lunch in Washington D.C. I recommend if you're downtown, empanada. Mm. I don't know what I don't know how that worked out. Maybe that could. Maybe this is a romantic date. Yeah. Oh, get some Grab empanadas. An empanada. Skiing and empanadas. Sure. So if you want to meet, <laughs> same time. If yes. you want to meet Zach, email us at jjgo at maximumfun.org and just put message for Zach in the subject line. And um, and besides that, if you want to get up on the jumbotron, it is cheap. It is easy. Just go to maximumfun.org slash jumbotron. If you want to sponsor an episode of Jordan Jesse Go, just email Teresa at maximumfun.org. Hey, I've got a couple of quick things that I want to mention here, Jordan. Sure. Uh, number one, we're looking for an events intern here at maximumfun.org. We have a new event director, uh, Nick White, who's also the editor of uh, uh, Bullseye. And uh, he is going to be working on Max FunCon as well as some secret projects that I can't yet describe, but you will know all about if eugenics. you're the events. It's eugenics. <laughs> well, it's actually sex furniture. <laughs> it's one of those, uh, one of those like, like Ottomans. Sex furniture is worse than eugenics. <laughs> <laughs> What's worse, sex furniture or eugenics? <laughs> sex furniture is pretty good. What if sex it helps furniture... you penetrate deeper. Yeah. What if sex furniture was part of your eugenics scheme? Oh, I, yeah, I can make that happen. <laughs> Like sex furniture <laughs> that rejected the feeble-minded. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You have to do an IQ test before you can step on. That would be the most frustrating thing in the world. Well, I, when you said step on, I think you were maybe had something else in mind. With this sex furniture, you get in. Oh. <laughs> it's a pod. What? It's a pod that fucks you. Oh. Anyway, about the internship. Um, if you're, Best segue. If you're interested in learning all about how... And getting penetrated super deep. <laughs> how Maximum Fun works and, um, you know, uh, all that different kind of stuff. And you're interested in uh, Max FunCon and how Max FunCon works and putting together the thing you'll be working working directly with Nick and me uh, here at Max Fun World Headquarters, and you get all the T-shirts and leftover USB drives from last year's Max Fun drive that you want, um, email Nick, nick at maximumfun.org, and he will get you the link for all of the application details. Uh, but do it quickly because the uh, application deadline is nigh. I do not remember exactly what it is, but it is approaching very quickly. Uh, so email nick at maximumfun.org, and uh, he will hook you up. Um, also... Uh, I want to mention one other thing, which is uh, another new Max Fun show. Uh, this is a show that Jordan and I did a pilot for um, a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. um, and we've we've sort of had it out there. We sort of sneakily social mediated it up on SoundCloud a little bit, but we've actually added it to the iTunes store now. It's actually part of the viral marketing for the new Spider-Man movie. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of a... It's called Webs and Things. <laughs> it's like linens and things, but for right. Spider-Man. Yeah. Right. Which the two, those two, the fans of both cross over a lot. There is a lot of crossover. <laughs> People there, who love yeah. linens and things love Spider-Man. They do. <laughs> we were going to call it Webs, Bath, and Beyond. Uh, 
<laughs> we decided we couldn't find that fucking coupon, the fifteen percent off yeah. coupon. It's twenty so we percent. With... Mm-hmm. So uh, it's a <laughs> correction. Twenty. Um, it's a pop culture comedy quiz show called International Waters. Jordan is the head writer. <laughs> I thought it was. A, I thought it was called Webs and Things. <laughs> oh, that would be cool. No, nope, well, nope, I guess nope, now we have nope, to nope, shoehorn a, a show into that title. This is a better name. Uh, it's called International Waters. Jordan is the head writer. I'm the host, and every week on the show, or excuse me, every month, we're going to be producing this show once a month for the time being. Uh, there is a contest between a pop culture quiz contest between a team of two comedians in the United States and two comedians in London, England. That's right, in a studio in London, England, uh, competing for the title of who is the best country. Other countries besides <laughs> England and the United States have already been eliminated yes. in a previous vetting process. Yes. Yeah, we did a complicated. We did a. It was numerical. Let me oh, just say that. Mm-hmm. There was a numerical system we came up it's with. It's alphabetical, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, sounds like lies. A, America. <laughs> B, Britain. Anyway, we've got. No one else. But Bahamas. We've got. The, uh, Britain comes first. Okay. We've got the pilot up. We've got the pilot up uh, in the feed right now. Just search for International Waters and iTunes or go to the Maximum Fun Room. It'll be up on the website very shortly. And um, I think it is just really, it's a, it's a really fun, awesome show. So give it a listen. Um, you know, tell a friend, et cetera, et cetera. I think you'll really like it. And then, if I do say so, uh, when the Max Fun Drive rolls around in a couple of weeks, just remember that uh, we have to pay for this whole thing. So uh, if you like it, if you listen to it and you like it and you want to support the cost of making it, then uh, become a member or up your donation level or whatever is required of you. Right? Sure. Take care of business. Ship, over, ship over some sex furniture. <laughs> If it's not too expensive. Right. It's very expensive to ship on that. Just like of... sex furniture you're done with. I want to think you're bored with. Nothing better than used oh, sex furniture. God. Yeah, well, you, you, you say in this deeply. economy. Yeah. I you can't th- be buying sex furniture new. No. I want to thank everybody who came Jesus. to our meetup uh, this week in Minneapolis. We had a great turnout. I think we had 40 or 50 people there. Um, it was really a blast. Everyone from Public Radio International couldn't believe that I could draw that many people to something in a place where I'm not on the radio. But it was really, it was really a great time. Everybody was super nice. A nice lady whose name I want to say was Mary... Um, that's from memory, uh, gave, gave, was nice enough to give Simon, my son, a board book. Uh, it is a Minnesota Twins themed board book. It is an effort to trick him into becoming a Minnesota Twins fan, which I think is both very kind of her and genuinely evil. <laughs> um, just a dastardly act. Uh, but I want to, I want to thank her for that and, and all the folks who came out. It was really, it was really a great time. Um, and we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. La, la, la. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I am Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Homosexual Brian Safi. And feminasty Aaron Gibson. Uh, by the way, Brian yeah, and I'm Aaron. I'm tired of all that now. Brian and Aaron. I liked it before, now I don't. The hosts of the new Max Fun podcast, Throw in Shade. If you think they're hilarious here, wait until you hear them on that show. Thanks, Jesse. Yeah, we'll take it. It's uh, it's like this, but with more issues. Yeah, we talk about um, women's issues and and gay issues, and um, we take them kind of seriously. And then we don't. And then we and then we also we tell s- dick jokes. Spin yeah. off into mm-hmm. yeah. I think, yeah. I think we were, people maybe would see the description and maybe think it's a little more high minded. And though it is high minded, 
<laughs> you know, you guys are intelligent. It's very low it's ultimately a you base. Do, yeah, it's very base. <laughs> this is basically uh, this is basically Mike and Molly. Yes. But. Yes. We we basically were like, what is the easiest way to get these issues across? Talking about jerking off and uh, sure. you know, kind mur- of fa- murder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantasy scenarios right. about uh, about genital jewelry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gen- oh, I love genital jewelry. Mm-hmm. Sure. The, the pop singer from the 80s? Mm-hmm. Basically. Isn't there a documentary about people who are obsessed with genital jewelry? Yep. There must be. Um, hey, we've got some momentous occasions here. When something momentous happens in our listener's life, we ask that they give us a call at 206-984-4FUN. We hope that you will plug that into your telephone number so that when something important happens, you can call us. We've got a couple of great calls here. Let's give them a listen. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, go. This is Ken from Denver calling in with a momentous occasion. Uh, I'm at the Atlanta airport waiting for a flight back to Denver, and I saw uh, Vanilla Ice buying a cup of coffee at Starbucks, and a minute later, Newt Gingrich bought a cup of coffee at the same Starbucks. (laughs) I saw them within 20 seconds of each other. Weirdest celebrity pairing of all time. Do you think this is going to be one of those McCain-Palin type situations? Like, they met, they clicked. Oh, sure. And they're running. They really should. You know, Vanilla Ice is a very successful real estate guru. Yeah. Ging- is he? Gingrich Ice 2012. Yeah. yeah. So I think that his business savvy and Gingrich's uh, totally. and political... Ging- and, and Gingrich would give Vanilla Ice some edge. That yeah. Cool. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have a lot of edges on him, that Gingrich. No. He's a fat man. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and my mom makes the best vanilla newts. Yeah. <laughs> she, they are so good, and I think that that would. Um, he didn't say what newt got. I would be curious to know. Yeah, it's it's. I, I'm interested to know what they ordered. Yeah. yeah, I am also. Yeah, I mean, I think we 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 you know encourage callers to keep it pithy, but I think in some cases they leave out important details. I think it. Yeah, it could maybe really. I don't know. Can we just guess what it is? Because I have a guess. Absolutely. Venti caramel macchiato extra cream Frap. on both their yeah. both of them uh, for both. Oh wait, is that what vanilla ice got? I mean, that's what Newt got because, as we said before, he's a fatso. Right, but I think that Newt asked him to dump um, two muffins inside of it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just dump a couple of muffins yeah. in there. Uh, I'm supposed to be getting more fiber, mm. <laughs> right? And I want it through a straw. <laughs> Newt doesn't doesn't ingest anything unless he chews it, including well, liquids. Right. <laughs> I want to be able to chew this. Yes. Uh, do you think maybe maybe I mean as you know, kind of a. Uh, a Maybe the impetus for their ticket would be like if they both had the same order, you know, double grande cap, uh, caramel macchiato, and the barista puts it puts it on the on the shelf, and then they both try and grab it at the same time, and then their eyes lock. It's a meat cute. Yeah, I love, exactly. I yeah. love this this um, romantic comedy. That they, I'm going to sell to Paramount. I'm sorry, I just can I have a- some money? No, 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 I want some. <laughs> America's love affair with gay, washed-up rappers and politicians. He's not continues. gay. Continues. They are in this movie. Oh, in the oh, movie. Oh, in the movie. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. But of do course. you think America is ready, Jesse? I mean, you I know, I think America is hungry like, for this. He's. Yeah. Oh, it's called Fourth Wife. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's 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 hear the next call here. It's like fourth meal. Yeah, but yeah, it's a wife you have after you're drunk and all the bars are closed. Hi, Jordan. Hi, Jesse. Hi, uh, guest. This is Cameron from San Diego. I'm working down here at the factory, and I go into the bathroom. You know, the San Diego factory. The San Diego factory, sure. <laughs> it's where they make orcas. Uh-huh. Yes. 
I was going to say they make uh, yeah, neck they... tattoos and social distortion stickers. <laughs> <laughs> they make the San Diego factory. Under the bathroom, and there's someone standing at the urinal. And the closer I get, I realize that he's actually asleep, and he kind of ah. leaned over against the wall, and he's sort of standing there, and I can only assume that he fell asleep while taking care of business. So I kind of just snuck out of the bathroom. And now I'm trying to figure out if uh, maybe it would have been better to wake him up. But maybe it would have been better if, you know, we weren't both so embarrassed because that seems to be like a really awkward situation. Wow. Just thought you'd like to hear. Take care. I would have just made a lot of noise. And I, I, I'm, I would be lying to you if I didn't tell you at some point I haven't rested my arm against a urinal and closed my eyes. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I think I probably have before. This is why we have the Momentous Occasion segment on this show. Because shit like this is so magical, so beautiful. It's just something that enters your life and just delivers you like a power blast of fairy dust that can bring you into the sky of joy clouds to see something as amazing and something you just never imagined you could see. You know what I mean? Like, you know when people were saying, I never thought I'd live to see a black president? Like I never live. I never thought I would live to hear someone tell me that they saw someone asleep standing up while peeing. Well, I also love that it was in the the bathroom of the fact. It sounds like a Bruce Springsteen lyric. <laughs> like, so beaten down, you fall asleep at the urinal. Sleep at, at the, the factory very, urinal. Yeah. At the very. That's least. what the rising it's, is all about, right? Yes. yes. Uh, it's about it's getting about... up after falling asleep <laughs> yes, at the urinal, guys. Right. It's about nine eleven. Okay. Yeah. Oh God. All Sorry. right. Well, didn't want to bring it down. Sorry, I, you did. did. Sorry, you, did. you knew that was going to happen. <laughs> Sorry, Jordan, I forgot. Oh, okay. Uh, hey, Jordan, Jesse Gill. Uh, this is Josh in Los Angeles. I was just in a parking lot of a 7-Eleven, and a momentous occasion happened. Uh, a guy got out of a car and asked me if I played World of Warcraft, and I said no. And then he said, oh, if you did, I was going to invite you to my guild. And then he slammed his car door and drove away. <laughs> I think it's because I look like a dork. Um, <laughs> that's cool. Anyhow, uh, have a good show. Bye. That's when you got to start reevaluating your grooming and attire choices. Exactly, Keyboard, yeah. yeah inv- random invites to yeah. World of Warcraft. Exactly. You need to wipe the sweat off your brow. Not that there's anything wrong with playing World of Warcraft or anything. No, I'm... there are. There is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, if you're going to get into that, you at least want to be able to hit the world like world champion baseball pitcher Kurt Schilling. When you tell people that you play a world that you're obsessed with, World of Warcraft, you want them to be like, oh, because I thought you were a world champion baseball pitcher. And you'll be like, well, don't judge a book by its cover. You don't want someone, you do not want the reverse to happen. No. Where you are a, you are a social person with life, real, with world engagements, and then someone assumes the worst. But I am impressed that someone that's that into World of Warcraft would be that social and be so, like, yeah, it's a random do you want to play? Like, yes. I'm impressed by that. I mean, it's possible. I think it's that- an act of desperation. <laughs> it's yeah, it also possible that they just didn't have the social tools to, they couldn't interpret right. reactions and also, where they is were there on a- the spectrum is what yeah. I was saying. Where is there a parking lot in LA? Can you tell me where that is? God, I wish I could find a parking lot. In- mm. Are you being... No, I don't. 
nothing has a parking lot. You have to Seven Elevens do. He was at a Seven. What are you talking oh, about? Los Angeles is one enormous parking lot. But there's no spaces. Where Isn't that you, what's crazy about this town? How do these people both get a, get a space? How do you, how do they both have? A I space? think they were more connected than he thought. Than Josh thought. He should have gone. Oh, just. Just because when life gives you an apple, you make apple pie, right? Exactly. That's... And I want to be clear that World of Warcraft is an apple, not a lemon, because it's perfectly okay to play World of Warcraft. I have Warcraft. nothing against World of Warcraft. It's I no just... Skyrim, certainly. That, well, thank you for telling the truth. I don't even really know. I know it's a game. Is it like Dungeons and Dragons? Yes. Skyrim or, or World of Warcraft? They both yes. are. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, World of Warcraft is one where you play it on the internet. Dungeons and Dragons is more so. But is it like an RPG? It is, yeah, 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 sure. Yeah. Orcs. Nice work. You know how proud I am that I knew that. Yeah, Yeah, you got a real shit-eating grin on your face. (laughs) Look at you. RPG. Right, guys. You want to join my guild? Oh, absolutely. See, I would. I would be interested. In a guild? But I'm also the kind of person that never gets a second invite for a game night. So I don't think I would be that fun. You fuck them up. Yeah. Okay, it's because you like throw the board across the room and say, "I'm done." Yeah, is yeah. that why I haven't seen you in Elf Quest lately? The, yes, that's exactly why. That's I get a, one invite right, and I freak out. Uh, I think so. That's, I think that's, that's the thing before my, World of Warcraft. Right. I, I think that, that's the thing. I think from that's before you, World I think that's live action. I think you go out into no. the world and do that. Oh. No, that's vampire. <laughs> what about Brian? Did you ever play know. Legends of Legends we'll get, of Don't Zelda? worry, Jesse. Someone will. No, but I did us. play Legends of the Fall. Okay, that <laughs> is... the video game based on the uh, of course on the yeah. movie. only available on PS3. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I, my, my that's fav- an exclusive. Exactly. I always get. I'm really good at the um, level where you have to write stuff on a chalkboard. Yes. Legends of the Fall. Yeah, I'm really good right at movie? the Anthony Hopkins level. I'm. I'm. Yeah. That is the I'm, Anthony Hopkins level. Yeah. 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 He goes mute. Anyway, I'm grasping at straws. Yeah, yeah. well, as far as my I never saw it. To details. be honest with you, <gasps> it's beautiful. <laughs> it's a really lovely movie. Yeah, you know, I have never played Legends of the Fall. What happened is, um, I got super into Metropolitan. Um, yeah, the and- Wit Stillman movie, the <laughs> video game. <laughs> yeah, the Wit Stillman video game. It's where it's where you're uh, you're a prep in your early twenties, right. and you get you don't involved. Stop talking. You've got a lot of ennui that you express verbally. Yeah. I bet you'd love the video game, not without my daughter. That is a good. Oh, one. by li- by Lifetime Games. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yes. <laughs> real. I mean, real violent too. Yeah. I'm surprised that they that they got away with just an M rating for that. Sally Field did so all those violent. voices. Yeah. <laughs> and this, all the mocap too. She put on the suit. At this with point, all the balls. At She's, this point, if we don't get, if we're not getting gifts emailed to us and posted on the forum and on Tumblr of the covers, our art, and screenshots from these games, we're not doing it right. I'm just going to kill myself <laughs> yeah. before the next show. I did it. I, I, not suicide this, is no laughing matter, but I want to make it clear that I'm serious, guys. I, th- I think this has been a great run, and I'm not trying to diminish this run. I did a similar run when the last time I was on the Indoor Kids, Mel um, Nanjiani's video game podcast, and I goofed that I was very into the network video. Game. Oh, that's a, but that's a good oh, one sure. too. Yeah, I think it's good, and I, I was tempted to reuse it, but I you know I think more of you than that Thank listener. You. I have one more quick story guests. about a video game. Please, the Saw video game. Yeah, has a question on it that's like who do you choose wait the saw video game is like a trivia game no it's like a video the saw game. video There's game with alex trebek <laughs> no it's like a jigsaw asks you who like who are you fighting or who are you fighting to win for or whatever yeah your wife your partner or your children which i thought was 
extremely progressive. Yeah. Right. I was really impressed that he Saul would have He also likes that to torture gay people. Totally. Jigsaw he is yeah. pro-gay. Sure. Yeah. Was, he voted against Equal Prop opportunity. Exactly. I was yeah. going to say, someone made a lovely, lovely uh, animated gif of the start scene of the network video game because oh, of that podcast. Wow. Oh, wow. That's, that's great. It's great. You can see it on my Tumblr if you'd like. Well, I think... It says, if you're mad as hell and not going to take it anymore, press start. There you go. <laughs> I think the gauntlet has been thrown down here. Mm. I'm I'm really excited about Metropolitan, the video oh, game. Oh, that will be a good one. I'm just looking forward to seeing, and, and you know, I mean, The Last Days of Disco game is going to be pretty exciting. Barcelona. Yeah, Very that is going to oh, be. Oh, Vicky Christina Barcelona. Is that the one you're talking about? Match Point is going to be a fun one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> River runs through it. Yeah. Um, the entire early Brad Pitt canon, Thelma sure. Louise. I'm <laughs> sure. looking forward to the one-on-one fighting talented Mr. Ripley. Yes. Oh, that one will be good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll um. be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Homosexual Brian Safi. And feminasty. Aaron Gibson. Nah, I like it again. Um, I am prepared this time around for the tweet of the week uh, because earlier today I was searching for the hashtag JJGo, mm-hmm. which I do from time to time, mm-hmm. try and keep an eye on what people are chatting about, who's calling me fat and ugly. Um, <laughs> and hashtagging it JJGo. Yeah. Um, we got something from at Hoffm, H-O-F-F-M, and usually I like to pick something that is both original, not just repeating a joke of ours, and directly related to something we just talked about on Jordan Jesse Go. Mm-hmm. And I know that we have talked about this, but I don't remember talking about it recently, but it's so important. Sure. Just, it's just so important. Um, he just wrote, if you enjoy being delighted, I suggest you type Clooney Pig into Google Images. And he provided a link. I clicked on this link. Look at these pictures of George Clooney and his pet pig. Oh, God. That's this pretty is adorable. What? Pretty, George Clooney used to have a pet pig that lived in his house. And, and but it's dead now? Bed. It's passed on now. Um, but it just used like to, the, the late Bob Guccione. It mm-hmm. used to sleep with him in his bed, and I just, it's just so great to see it. I mean, That's it pretty is, wonderful. He, he uh, was the pig, is that who got him out of jail? No. Maybe. Oh, the pig's dead. The I'm pig's sorry. Dead. Yeah. yeah. So the ghost of the pig right. got him out of jail. The ghost. It pig. spooked Bailed all the guards. Out. Yeah. So at Hoff, made a run for it. At Hoff, Michael, uh, email intern at maximumfun.org, and we'll give you a free. T- we'll send you a free T-shirt because uh, I I think it was absolutely was worth every penny of what those T-shirts cost me plus postage that you brought those pictures of George Clooney hugging his pig into my life. Who knew? Uh, I did, well, but okay. I didn't know about the pictures. I didn't have the photographic evidence of this amazing, amazing, fucking amazing situation. Is it going to make you not eat pork? No, I love pork. No, pork is even great. more now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that pig looks delicious. <laughs> oh, yeah. Friends with a movie star. <laughs> Ooh, smarter than a dog. Yes. I'm consuming your power. <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, gee whiz, uh, I just want to remind everybody the Max Fun Drive starts on the 26th. Um, we're going to have 
not just great episodes of all of your favorite Max Fun shows, including but not limited to Jordan Jesse Go and Throwing Shade, but also special bonus episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Donors of the only. Uh, Jordan and I, and also my brother, my brother, and me, and Stop Podcasting Yourself, are going to make new riff videos uh, where we uh, make little jokes at the uh, expense of a short educational film from the 1940s and 50s. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I mean, this is going to be a, a real blast, and we've got all kinds of cool thank you gifts and, and whatever. And you know, all, everything that we do is paid for by people out there like you. So um, thank you to everybody who donates and to everybody who's warming up to start getting up off their money, starting on the 26th. Y'all going to get paid. Y'all gonna get paid. I'm not talking to you in the audience. I'm talking to Aaron and Brian. Oh yeah. 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 We, we, can I just say not to? I don't. I don't know how you how you feel about leaving this on a sen- sentimental but note. But you're super rich already. Oh, I'm yeah. <laughs> lousy with money. money. Yeah. No, we're really we're really happy to be part of the family. Oh, thank nice you very much. It's great to have very you guys. Excited. It is a pleasure. I was so I was so happy to hear you say that. I've been listening to your show for a long time, and I. When I, went, I when I pitched you, I was I was like nervous. I'm like, oh, what are they going to think of this? We whole were thing? nervous too. Oh, yeah. oh, it, was, it all comes out. Yeah, the, remember when we remember when we first met at that airport, and I had that triple caramel macchiato, and I reached for it. Newt Ringe reached for it. Yeah. Ice reached for it. And then you guys were on it. the same plane, and you were loudly reading the story of David and Goliath. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Over the sound of Jelly Bellies being consumed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was all the same plane trip, guys. <laughs> so listen, that's what we call it's the, the prestige. <laughs> listen, or the Langoliers. Listen up, fuck faces. Uh, subscribe to uh, Throwing Shade. Give it a listen. What they do, what Aaron and Brian do is every week they take all of the most important issues that are going on in the worlds of ladies and homosexuals and then they make a, a long string of often very vulgar <laughs> jokes about them. Sometimes lies. Lies. <laughs> also lies. Start lying. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that is one of your favorite comic tropes. <laughs> it is. Someone, someone said, they go, I love your podcast. It's just lies. Which is <laughs> <laughs> doing it a little bit of a disservice because we do try to talk about serious of things. Of course yes. we do, yeah. And but... I, I hope that everyone also will check out the pilot for International Waters, which we Please, just posted. Yes. And we're going to put another one up uh, very shortly during the pledge drive. I, this is... Uh, a really, really cool show. The first episode has, uh, among other people, the brilliantly hilarious Paul Shear and Janet Varney here in the United States and in the UK. It has Tom Parry and uh, uh, Josie, Josie Long. Long. I forgot, almost forgot Josie's name there for a second. Josie's actually a friend of mine. Um, but uh, Josie and Tom representing the UK, Paul and Janet representing the US, and special guest Ryan Johnson, the director of uh, Brick and The Brothers Bloom and the upcoming Looper. Nice. The upcoming Looper, which he just uh, premiered the trailer for some shit at WonderCon. Mm, don't know. Is what is WonderCon? I was at WonderCon. I was there yesterday. What is it? Uh, it's like kind of a lesser Comic-Con. Okay. Uh, although it is becoming more like Comic-Con. Uh, It'll destroy Comic-Con is what you're saying. Uh, I think it's put on by the same people, so oh. I don't think they would like it to destroy it. Well, you don't know that. And Evan is in Anaheim. I think it was there's... lovely. Wait. WonderCon is in Anaheim? It used to be in San Francisco. Now it's in Anaheim. Oh, I thought that it being in San Francisco was the whole point of it. Uh, I guess not. I guess you can just get show business people to come to Anaheim. Yeah, yeah I think so. I think they, they had a, they, you know, you got, you got oh, you Mila Jovovich was down there. Free canvas so. bags. You can get anybody. Right. Yes, exactly. That's a good point. So anyway, go into your iTunes, download a Throw in Shade, download an International Waters, give them a try and get ready for the pledge drive. That's all I got to say. It has been a delight to have you on the program, Aaron and Brian. Thanks for having us. It's been a delight us. for us. Yeah. This is great. I'm fucking delighted. 
Oh, yeah. I'm happy Fully. every day of my life thinking about what's happening between all of us. Yeah. I, this is amazing. I'm so glad that we decided to have this quadrangle marriage. Yeah. It's Words good. can't describe it. This is absolutely... But we can try. Yeah. I, why don't we... Let's give it a shot. I mean, it is like having your foot, one of your feet in the perfect foot massage machine. Yes. You wait, know, wait. Uh, who's... Who's going to hit me in the crotch with the baguette? <laughs> Which I, one of you? I, I'll do it. Oh, thanks. Great. I'd love Great. to do it. Well, thank you. It would be That's my fine. pleasure. Yeah. Our theme music, Love You, by The Free Design, courtesy of The Free Design and Light in the Attic Records. We're online at MaximumFun.org. JJ, go at MaximumFun.org. 206-9844-FUN. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jessica. Jessica. <laughs>